Come and dream with me. Hello, welcome to this What Do You Want to Watch discussion of the Explosion Network's top three TV shows of 2023. I'm your host, Ash, and hopefully joining me today, Dylan Blight. 2023 TV, D-D-D-B. This isn't on database, this is a podcast. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, so uh, head over to explosion.com. Uh, you can check out all of our best of 2023 content, including all the different lists we've been doing this week, if you're listening to this podcast as soon as it goes up uh but yeah we're gonna run through our top three shows of the year but before we get to that let's run through the our full top 10 list compiled from votes from dylan uh jacob and myself uh so yeah number 10 poker face number nine white lotus season two number eight the fall of the house of usher number seven ted lasso season three Number six, Shrinking, season one. One Number five, One Piece, season one. Number four, Gen V, season one. And number th- three, we're about to dive into Silo, season one. Dylan, why is Silo so high on the list? <laughs> I assume it's because we gave it high points each. Um... <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um silo is i mean i i still feel like silo is not like as talked about as maybe we like it i don't know how, how do you feel about the general vibe on silo i, I can't I feel like there was a lot of talk of silo there i think during episode of what do you want to watch i was like oh is silo the next severance like the word of mouth is going to continue to build around the show and then everybody's going to have watched it and like very excited uh and it definitely did not do that it kind of just the the new viewers did not continue to keep coming the way severance's new viewers kept coming but um yeah i think everybody who kind of watched the show enjoyed it at the time but I don't know that the staying power was necessarily there for the wider uh, viewings or like, you know, social media. <laughs> yeah, which... Um, it's not very meme-worthy, so I don't think it uh, apply, uh, yeah. like appeals to the, the youngers, youngins, you know? Well, yeah, I guess that's maybe the... Yeah, I guess the problem is it's maybe not it's too serious or whatever. Um, but yeah, so Silo is based on a, TV, uh, sorry, a book. Um, there is like a series of books, so we know we've at least got some content. A lot of um, source enough material. Here, uh, enough source material to, to, to put us through a few seasons. But um, I would say as much as um, in reading about it, they're originally going to turn this into a, uh, a movie um back uh, years and years and yep. years ago definitely wouldn't have worked as a movie i think it's much better as a tv show so um i think as much as we love it i think it is that pacing of that like so it's like you you start the first episode you're following a character who's a sheriff and you're like what's going on and then all of a sudden it switches and it's like rebecca ferguson's this like mechanic who you're following and you're like is she the main character you know there is an element of you sort of have to sit for at least those first couple episodes to get your full um full wraparound like what the, the the show is about and everything but if you like sci-fi series with big mysteries at the center of center of them this is definitely gonna be for you because that's that's the crux of this show is 
you know, forget like the, the acting around it's fantastic and the the general special effects and production design of this world and everything like that's fantastic or whatever else. But at the center of it, if you love a good mystery where every episode gives you a little bit more of the puzzle, uh, this show is definitely going to work for you because that's that's what this is. It's like, okay, well they're living in a silo. Post, it's like apocalyptic future. It's like, well, what happened? What's happening here? What's the mystery? Why these people? Why these rules? Why did this thing happen years ago? You know, like there's so many whys, whys, whys. And by the end of the season, you don't get all the answers, which is fine. But I definitely feel like you get the answer to the to the big one. Well, I don't want to say full answer, but you get you get, you get enough an of an answer. A, you get an answer. Just but it just raises more questions. More questions. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's sort of the 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 way these things play out sometimes. But um, yeah, each episode was just fantastic. You'd, you'd watch it come home watch it and be like fuck that was so good and i gotta wait a whole week for another one now so um that's when you know it's a good show so yeah this the world was an incredibly fascinating one to like kind of uh explore and uh have kind of you know like characters interact with and kind of explain different facets and different things kind of coming up like uh the class structure against all the different floors there's like a hundred flaws i want to say off the top of my head and like people down the bottom are kind of reviewed uh looked down upon i guess from the the higher ups and that kind of stuff and you've got these courier systems uh of, of people running up and down the stairs every day to take packages down to different places uh and that kind of stuff so yeah this is a very fascinating world to explore um that you know was yeah like you said enjoyable to watch every single week and then also, like the ongoing bigger mysteries of what's up with the silo, what's up with this hard drive, what's with this giant underground cavern, and <laughs> nearly episode someone throws out something. And you're like they say it without any, uh, any explanation. You're just left to going, "What the fuck is that?" Like I what remember the episode where it's like they introduce like Billings, and it's like, "Well, he's got the syndrome," and then whenever Bob was explaining it, you're just like, "What the fuck is the syndrome?" <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah. So many like tiny little details and that kind of stuff, and uh, yeah, very fascinating. So, can't wait for more of the silo. Our number two show of 2023 is Scott Pilgrim Takes Off, it's the animated series on Netflix, uh, from Brian Lee O'Malley and Ben David Grabinski. Um, I'll say here, spoilers. I'm going to talk spoilers because it's, you know, it's been out long. I don't, we're not going to say everything that happened in the show, but I think the reveal at the end of season one will kind of, the concept of why this show is so different will kind of get into. You mean the end of the first episode? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in that Scott loses the first fight and seemingly dies. And thus the rest of the season is about characters in the aftermath of Scott's disappearance. Uh, and Ramona not thinking he actually died and kind of trying to figure out uh, who made him disappear um, and kind of in the process resolving a lot of her relationships with her exes and that kind of stuff um, was a crazy choice <laughs> uh, and you know a really bold choice as told by the number of people who were very upset about it not being a straight adaptation um but you know they're in the wrong because this is a fantastic series uh tackling a lot of the stuff that people have felt about the series 
in the, I don't know, almost, what, 15 years since the movie came out and the books ended. um, How, like, you know, the fandom has kind of changed how it looks on the series and that kind of stuff. Not to say that, you know, you can't enjoy this first (laughs) the movie and the comics as they were at the time, but, um, you know, we all kind of grow up and kind of think you know look at it a little bit differently so um yeah just fantastically animated fantastically uh really good performances i you know the first episode i feel like they're going through the motions a little bit once things switch yeah, up the first episode definitely baits you in as like this is just a straight adaptation yeah but then yeah fantastic vocal performances um and just yeah just hearing everybody from the movies again as a real delight uh especially chris uh evans as Lucas Lee. Incredible. Uh, Dylan, yeah, what do you think? You reviewed Scott Pilgrim takes off the, takes off for the website? Yeah. Gave I it high marks. I gave it. I gave it high marks, but I can't remember what I gave it. <laughs> um, really enjoyed it, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, but yeah, basically everything you just said, uh, I just went into it going, oh, this will probably be fine. Like, you know, won't love it, won't hate it. It'll just be like a thing I watch and sort of be like, oh, yeah, Scott Pilgrim, remember that? That was fun. Yep, cool. Anyway, moving on. Um, but yeah, just like for me, like, yeah, like I was, I binged it as soon as I got access. Um, and I, I went in thinking I'll just like watch a couple episodes. And as soon as that first episode finished, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, no, I binged it as soon as it dropped. So, I mean, that's it, <laughs> much yeah. the same. You're like, what the fuck? Like, I sat down, like, I'll just watch one episode. And it's just like, what the? Okay, let me put the second episode on. And you watch the second episode, and you're like, okay, this isn't a bit. Like, this is the show. Like, how are people going to react to that? And then I'm trying to ask you without, like, giving away anything. Like, it's such a, Because they didn't market it in any way to imply that, you know, it wasn't going to be a straight adaptation. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, (laughs) just... Which is Um, a crazy thing to do in 2023. People hate being surprised, but then they also yeah. complain about trailers. They complain about no much. surprises. Yeah. So. <laughs> you can never please everyone. Um, yeah, the animation's fantastic. Uh, it just looks like the show, uh, the comic books come to life. A um, bunch of the fight sequences are really, really good and just wouldn't have been able to do in live action. It would have cost like millions of dollars to do them. Hundreds of millions, I'm sure. Um and yeah, the voice cast in that first episode just falls very flat, I think. It's just like, they go, as you said, going through the motions. And that's what they put out clips of. And the clips, like, you're like, eh, whatever, it's fine. But once they get new material, it's sort of like the, the cast, like, liven up. It's like the, the old material is like, eh, whatever. And then the new material is just so much more interesting to them. Uh, and you just get so much more time with characters that you would never s- spend more time with in the, the comic or the, uh, the movie, you know? Obviously, Jason Schwartzman... Gideon Graves has this whole of arc that makes him so much more interesting. Um, Ramona Flowers has a lot more to do other than just being, I'm Ramona, I'm the love interest. You know, all the yep. all the love interests fight over me. Um, even yeah. like all the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. So like, I don't know, it, literally every of the evil exes, I would say other than the twins get a lot more to do. I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's, it's came out of nowhere. Well, it didn't come out of nowhere. We knew it was coming, but it came out of nowhere of how good it was. That's for sure. Yeah. Just the direction that it decided. It was just a massive surprise. Uh, because it could have so easily just been like kind of a cash in. Like, yeah, let's just do the same thing again. 
but animated. Yeah, it's just the same thing. Yeah. But no, they 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 went beyond what we anticipated and expected of them. So, which is a nice thing to have in twenty twenty three. When you know, it feel it does feel like certain things are cashing in on nostalgia and that kind of stuff. So yes. All right, our number one Explosion Network show of twenty twenty three, The Last of Us, uh, brought to HBO by uh, Craig Mazin, Craig Mazin, and Neil Druckmann. Neil Druckmann, of course, starring Pedro Pascal and Bill Ramsey. Um, yeah, fantastic. The best video game adaptation to date. Um, very true, but also expanding in interesting ways. Um, yeah, you know, they nailed what they needed to nail. I think, you know, obviously, you know, from, uh, the opening of the first episode, like the way that kind of plays out to the eventual death of Joel's daughter that we all know is coming and still hit, (laughs) um, just as hard, um, through to, you know, um, uh, all the other terrible sad moments that you you know were coming and you know all the moments of heartbreak like Anna's death and uh old Sam's <laughs> Sam turning and uh the ending as well like very true to the, the video game and that kind of stuff they never strayed too far from the source material which you know uh despite what we said about the last <laughs> show isn't necessarily the worst thing um especially when you know this is going to be uh this is clearly for a more mainstream audience and obviously had like mainstream success. Um, yeah, it's, it was a fantastic season of television. It was really enjoyable to watch week to week. Uh, and also then to discuss over on platinum exposure, our PlayStation podcast every week. Don't why do you hate the show? <laughs> do not hate the show. Um, yeah. Last of us was very, very good. Uh, it took some interesting directions with the source material, I guess, by introducing a bunch of new characters and expanding on some some of the other ones. Obviously, the the biggest one is just giving all that entire episode to Nick Offerman and Murray Bartlett to do Bill and Frank, which I guess this is the thing. Like, that episode is absolutely stellar, but yep. it continues to be the most talked about thing about a show <laughs> that's not about those characters, you know? Yeah. So to me, I'm just like, as good as the rest of the show is, its best episode, which is by far way better than its second best episode, does not include the main characters or secondary characters or anything. It's just like, it's, it's just a whole other thing, which, yeah, which is a plus and a minus, depending on how you want to look at it. Uh, some other hits and swings and misses, I guess, depending on how you view it. Melanie Lezinski, I've uh, introduced as a, like a, a leader in a new city they go to. So the, the show wasn't afraid to try and introduce and do some different things that the game put the characters from different cities and stuff like that um but then it also does like follow similar direction like made sure to include the dlc you know like we get the 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 left behind episode which is yeah another fantastic episode that's another fantastic episode so um i think the show is very very good i just think that the second season has the potential to be so much better um if done right um and I can't wait for that. And I really felt like as much as I like this show, and it's our number one show, don't forget it's yeah. by three voters. Um, I I think this is so much weaker of a story than the second season, and it shows in the adaptation, I guess, is the thing. 
Are you just more more anticipating the second game being adapted? No, not really. I don't want to watch it at all, to be honest. Much like I never want to play it again. But... <laughs> so, um, no, it's you know, you're, it's interesting that you're coming at it from that direction. I guess, like, obviously, this is a game that you love and have played multiple times, and like, you played the remaster. I want to think, didn't you? Like, yeah, the yeah. no, the part one. Yeah. Um, so that you know, you've experienced it multiple times, and like, obviously, you know, while it it does stay true to the game uh, a lot, you know, obviously it is still telling the the same story and that kind of thing. So, um, but yeah, I think there were some really great moments that they nailed, and like, uh, way there's, you know, I think it it definitely will be something that plays a little bit different to people who didn't experience the games, mm-hmm. and obviously that's really who this show is for. Um, which is fine, and that's good. Which is fine. Like, my, my parents watched it, and I really, really liked it. So, like, that's the, yeah, yeah, that's the success story. And and Pedro and uh, Bella are fantastic as well. So, which you know helps. <laughs> hmm. Um. So yeah, those are our top three shows of twenty twenty three. Even though that discussion may not have given you an impression they were. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Let us know what you thought of the TV shows from 2023, let us know by going to explosion.com slash Twitter or jump to discord at explosion.com slash discord. If you want to help us out here at one and one watch, leave us a review on Apple podcasts or on Podchaser. leave us five stars and equally five stars, or just tell people about the show. And if you've enjoyed this episode or enjoyed our best of 2023 content over explosion.com, head over to a Kofi page, explanationnetwork.com slash support. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, keep watching stuff, I guess.